why Austin? Like, why is it like shooting fish in a barrel? Why is it working so well? It's the Bitcoin capital of the world, man. And I've been I've been saying this for a couple of years. Like, actually, you know, around 2018-ish, when I when I first like really grokked Bitcoin, the thing that excited me so much about it as an, an Austin native, like I, I grew up here, was this fits the Texas ethos like a glove. Like, you know, the don't tread on me flag was like 40 miles that way, right? In Goliath, right? Um, freedom, independence, uh, earning a living based on hard work, not on the Cantillon effect. Like yep. it just, it fits like a glove. So I am, I am not surprised at all that miners are moving to Texas because of our deregulated free market grid. I'm not surprised at all now that merchants are adopting Bitcoin because they just like, once it gets through their head that, you know, first, this is a like legitimized asset. Yep. It's not something that's crazier for criminals. Yep. And second, like, oh, sound money brings about the world yep. that my morals fit into anyways. Like it's, it's just predetermined. Yes. And how, so then on the technical level, can you guys see that like volume is up and like things, how's that going with like traffic through BTC pay server, traffic through open node, um, Voltage is like one of the sponsors today. I feel like cloud nodes are like kind of hitting hitting their stride a little bit more. Like how's, how are things going? So very important property of the Lightning Network is that volume is private. So no, Lightning Labs can't see anything. From like the proxy metrics that we do monitor, which is, you know, some of our services, nodes on the network, channels, and like talking anecdotally with nodes on the network. Yes, volume is up, volume is up enormously. Yeah. One of my favorite data points is the Arcane research report from like early September. They showed that volume from like, you know, that they had aggregated across different wallets and providers had like doubled from July to August and then doubled again from August to September. Yeah. And they were like, it's probably gonna happen again in October. Like, like yeah. you know, it, it's, it's amazing the traction that we've gotten post Bitcoin 2021, post El Salvador and how it's just really accelerating. Yeah. The wallets also that um, show the Lightning and on-chain as a single balance um, are easier to tell new people about. Like if you're onboarding a bartender or something like Moon and like Wad of Satoshi that just have the fast um, kind of sign-in feature and then you can go back with your seed phrase later um, is very helpful. Like and then when the person, if they stack up a significant balance and they want to move to a hardware wallet next, like they don't, um, they don't have to call you back and ask, hey, what's the difference between these two things? The wallet will send out. I hear you on that. I think what's really interesting, and, and I'm very much in the perspective of let a million flowers bloom, yeah. and like we let's iterate our way to the UX that makes sense. The great thing about this being a common protocol is people can have localized UX that works best for you know people in the US. Like I was actually just talking with Dario and Moon uh, this week, and he was talking about how um, they're having like issues where a bunch of the errors that are being reported are only being reported in like in English. Like, like, like yeah. protocol level errors, yeah. a yeah. lot of their new users are Spanish only, right? So like there's all of this localization yeah. and weird stuff that needs to happen. There just, there is no one size fits all. And like, it's a yeah. decentralized protocol, right? Like what is important is the developers are iterating for their specific users. And I think there will be, you know, the important thing about Bitcoin is that there can be a bunch of these different UIs with a bunch of different standards. Um, but the important thing is they're all in the same Bitcoin protocol. Did you make it down to um, El Salvador? Yeah, it was amazing. It was incredible. And I'm super excited to see the same level of immersion adoption I experienced there yeah. in my hometown right. here right. in the next like right. 30 minutes. It's amazing. Right. I'm so excited. What else? Like, what are more tips on just continuing that, continuing that? Like the, the thing about El Salvador that was like the main takeaway for me that was amazing was um, the rollout. Like it, they did it all in three months, yeah. right? It was it was rushed by definition, yeah. right? Like, like it was um, a bunch of companies like, you know, 
you know, I've, CEOs move to San Salvador for four months to like get their lightning infrastructure stood up and stuff like that, right? Um, it was rushed, and so it's imperfect as it as you expected. Yeah. But it's the people on the ground are iterating so rapidly. My favorite story from being down there is we noticed that um, like the McDonald's there uh, is powered by OpenNode, so they can accept lightning yeah. payments over OpenNode. We noticed that the local McDonald's in San Salvador was iterating multiple times per day on their UX based on like feedback from Bitcoiners wow. they were visiting. Like like one specific thing I remember is like Ben Ark, uh, yeah. who does like yeah. the Ellen Bits, yeah. right? He tweeted at them that like, hey, it says like pay with credit card here when it should say pay with Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. And then one of my team members went to the McDonald's like three hours later and they fixed it. Right. So like the 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 thing is like, look, it's we're still early to this. It's not going to be perfect. The key is continue rapidly iterating with your customers, right? Continue making it better and better and easier and easier. What Ben did is actually a great example for Bitcoiners of like, like work with the app developers, work with the wallets. Like you are a part of the process. And so that is what the open source nature of each of these things is. Like you are the bug reporters is like harsh, but like, no, send in the suggestions, do it, do it friendly. Like you're a part of the process. What is happening at the corporate level of McDonald's? Like with, is, do we know that at all? I have, I have no idea, but I can tell you that like, uh, and I have no inside information at all, pure speculation. Um, but I can tell you in general, zero to one is significantly harder than one to end. 100%. So yeah, I, it just seems like Corporate C CFOs at that level, looking at data, I should be able to see like, hey, margins are a little bit better in this random store. What's different about that? Oh yeah, they turned on Bitcoin. Like I'm really interested for the day that that, that conversation happens. Like the, the very fact that there's corporate graphic designers that made those posters, there's corporate IT people that sent those emails that said, here's how you print out the receipt. Uh, that's amazing to hear that the store level has the ability to change things and they don't have to just email up the chain or whatever. That's really encouraging. Yeah. And like, I, I have no yeah. idea how this stuff works. Like if it's all a franchise, I think the, the on the ground iteration on this stuff is the key. Yeah. And like the local nature of this global protocol, it always comes down to people. It always comes down to, yeah. you know, the, the tangible aspect of it, no matter how abstract we want to get with, with Bitcoin and all sure. that sort of stuff. But it's, it's people and their experience that yes. matter. And that's even what matters tonight. Like listening to people ask questions about, hey, how's Oshi app gonna work when we walk over there? How do I copy paste the invoice out of Oshi? Then I show Oshi to the person. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. That's why the social layer of like Bitcoiners helping each other and helping the merchants understand it also. Yep, yeah. yep. And like the thing that like, just to, to reemphasize, the thing that I'm just like over the moon about is like, <laughs> I grew up here. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like there's 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 restaurants on the uh, on Oshi app tonight that like you know I was going to as like a middle schooler, yeah. right? And like I know that there are restaurants that like I went on Sundays after church, yeah. right? Yeah. And like it's all happening like right here. It's just it's amazing, and I'm just like I'm super excited. And the trend is I I, I don't see any reason why it should slow down. No, and nights like this are cool and very exciting, but then all, just as cool and exciting is when you do go there for coffee the next day or when you do just go. What I love is now when I people ask me out for coffee, just talk about Bitcoin or whatever, I'm take them to the spot and there's live demos. We can talk about this from an information perspective, but now there's live wallet demos happening all the time. That's the kind of, you know, you got the zero to one, right? Yeah. You got the place now. Yeah. And then it's just, it's just iteration and, and, continuing to make it happen from there. So our next um, our next bar that we're targeting and talking to in um, 
California is they're, they're maybe more interested in using Coinbase, so they have access to the multiple coins that that commerce brings through. But then what I'm going to like tell them in the like our conversations with them is, hey, you you need to run OpenNode parallel. Like, do it, do it. Like, run Coinbase. Like, if you're comfortable with the brand and you want to run their commerce, I'm thankful that Coinbase has a commerce brand, and so run it. I'm thankful that you're comfortable with it and you want to run it, do it. But then the one issue is all the people that we're bringing are like have a little bit of a different perspective on how commerce is happening, and there's a justifiable market trend now showing how this is happening. The serve yourself, pour yourself beer, like at the thing, like, dude. So yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for that. Of like, yeah. you gotta at least run open up parallel. Then. Yep, I think so. that's that's fair. And like, the the final thing is just that the network effects of this are like, you know, we got to do the work to continue building the network effects. But the reason why the work is worth it is the network effects will be dominant. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they don't backslide. Don't, they, they don't, don't backslide. backslide. No. As long as long as we keep pushing the ball forward, as long as stuff like this is yeah. on the ground, like the hard part is a zero to one. That is where like the work needs to happen. The one to end is just network effects. And like those are continuing to build, they're continuing to compound. Every new member that joins the Lightning Network, you know, multiplies its effect by whatever the Metcalf's law is, right? Like, like it, it's happening, we're seeing it, uh, and it's, it's only accelerating. What's your perspective on Raspi nodes versus like larger in-home servers. Um, are we seeing anyone do like large in-home servers? Yeah. I think there are some folks that are like some of the more serious PlebNet people. Um, I believe are like, yeah, the Raspberry Pi thing. Like they're they're great for what they are. Like the SSDs and stuff. It's yeah. like it, it's going to be tough yeah. to make those last more than a couple of years. So I think they're they're a great way to get started. They're great for hobbyists that don't want to like you know you don't want to force everybody to sync. Ten thousand yeah. dollars just to write uh, run a lightning node. Like the barrier to entry should be super low, but if you want to get serious about it and you want to do you know like put real money on the line and have like a real operation, you know like it probably is better at least to invest in like some RAID storage and like a UPS or something yeah. so that your node doesn't go offline. Cool. Um, what else? Closing thoughts. Austin's Bitcoin capital of the world. Um, I mean, it's it's happening. It's it's not slowing down. Um, this wave of merchant adoption, this time is different. It's not 2013 or yeah, whenever yeah. anymore, but I think it legitimately is. Because now the payment experience yeah. for merchants on Lightning legitimately is 10x better yeah. than with the Fiat Rails. Well, no, and let me go off that. Like the holding in your hands that Bitcoin is savings technology and this like incredible credit card undercutting technology, you know, powerful, like for the business businesses, powerful for businesses. Both of these things are true. And I think we force this. Um, I'm thankful that the forced dichotomy of it is slowly breaking down, slowly breaking down. And that's, again, what feels different to me because payment companies were all some of the bit most well-funded, like initial companies. And we're put the emphasis on getting point of sales and like throwing the meetups. Like the fact that that is coming back um, is positive and it does a little bit show like how cyclical Bitcoin is mm -hmm. and how how robust the social layer is of like an experience that's so exciting about like throwing meetups is having some more like OG guys like walk through and say like I used to come here. The tech wasn't there then. The intentions were good. The tech just, it just wasn't quite ready yet. And I think the tech is absolutely ready. I can tell you it's working and in El Salvador. So my Uber driver knew about Bitcoin. This guy stopped me on the walk here to talk about Bitcoin. Like the zeitgeist around it. Like, no, Bitcoin is the thing. So. Yep. I was on a vacation in Mexico last week on the beach and had somebody ask me like, hey, like, 
how can we start accepting Bitcoin in our business, right? The Zeitgeist is definitely here, for sure. Hey all, this is Brian. You can reach me on Twitter, at Brain Harrington. Shoot me a DM with any feedback from today's episode. This has been a Choice App production. Bitcoin is becoming centric to personal finance, and we want to help you learn how to better engage with Bitcoin financial services. None of this is financial advice and is for education and entertainment only.